The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, indeed. Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you all? Hope you're all keeping the very best. And as you've guessed by the title of this week's podcast, it's going to be all of our coverage from the Belfast Tattoo. (laughs) What an amazing event it was. I have to say thank you to everyone who tuned in on our social media and enjoyed all of our coverage from the tattoo. It was incredible. And suffice to say, the event itself was a complete success. You guys are going to hear all about it in the rest of the podcast. So that'll be it for my talk on the Belfast Tattoo. That's what's coming up later. But yeah... In case you haven't guessed, <clears throat> I haven't got much of a voice left because I kind of spent my entire weekend working all the way from Wednesday on the dress rehearsal to the doors open on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I kind of collapsed in a heap on the Sunday and just sat in front of the telly. It was awesome. <laughs> and done nothing uh, on Sunday and then, uh-oh, I have a radio show to do. Uh, so I had to prep like crazy on Monday and so here it is, the Big Rap Show podcast here on Wednesday. So welcome along. Let's get to the formal introductions. For those of you who have not ever heard of us before, we are the show for the piping folk. So what we do is we talk all about pipe bands and piping in general and Celtic music, folk music, all of that kind of stuff. If it's got bagpipes in it at all, then we are all over it. So, yes, stay tuned. We have lots of piping news coming your way. I know we said we're going to be talking about the majority of stuff from the Belfast Tattoo, but trust me, we have a lot of very interesting interviews uh, from a lot of people from the piping scene uh, that you're going to want to hear. So, but let's get to it. Let's get to the piping news. Well, to be start to be honest, we start most podcasts each week with some listener mail. And we got some listener mail this week. And to be honest, it's kind of hard to talk about. Uh, you guys would know who's been listening to the podcast for quite a while uh, that we have recently done, well this is a while ago actually we've done a big podcast on disabled players and this was all kind of inspired by a voicemail we received from a, from a guy called Noel Blake now unfortunately the start of the week uh, we got a message in saying that Noel had sadly passed away which was a big blow to be honest uh noel blake was a huge fan of the show he never missed a podcast he frequently emailed in and yeah sending in voicemails and such you know he constantly contributed to the show even the live show as well whenever he managed to catch it uh, whenever we were live on fuse noel was just a, a big fan of the show and kind of enjoyed everything that we managed to produce so whenever i heard the news about his passing it was, yeah, it was a bit of a blow. It was horrible. And so my first thoughts go to his family and his friends, everyone he knows Noel personally. Um, yeah, my sympathies go to you guys uh, because he will be sadly missed. 
Noel had a great passion for the music. As you all know, like he said in his previous voicemails, he talked in previous podcasts, uh, that he was a piper, uh, but and he taught piping. Uh, he was in a wheelchair uh, for the latter half of his life, and that was his passion, piping and drumming, and that's what he wanted to know. What can people do who had a disability and who were in a wheelchair, what could they do to compete? That was his passion. That kind of summed him up, uh, you know, it was always about the music, and he loved every moment he he had playing. Um, so yeah, I'm just glad in a small way that our show managed to entertain him. <laughs> yeah, if Noel had said many congratulating messages, you know, throughout the whole season, saying that our coverage was great and he was really enjoying the podcast and never misses and. It was just awesome, you know, to have a listener like that, to have a good friend like that, and yeah, he will be sadly missed by all of us here on the show. And so my heartfelt condolences to all of his friends and family over there in sunny Australia. And yeah, I thought my heartfelt thoughts go out to you all who know Noel personally. He will be very sadly missed by all of us here on the Rab Show team. So that was one such bit of listener mail that I didn't want to get. So there you go. That's kind of starting things off on, yeah, a bit of a downer. But let's fly on. We have got other listener mail, but this podcast is already going to be long enough. So don't worry, I will bring you more listener mail on next week's podcast. If you guys do want to get in touch with us, please, please do. Feel free to email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Send your messages through, plus your voicemails. We do want to hear from you. Uh, last week's podcast where we talked all about our own show and the future of what could possibly hold for ourselves on the podcast, on the live show, on our social media, all that sort of stuff. It generated an awful lot of commentary. A lot of people seem to have kind of strong opinions on the way forward. Now, to be honest, I really appreciate all of the input you guys had sent. There's so many great ideas. It's awesome just to hear you know how involved you guys are with everything that we produce, and I really appreciate your yeah your input. So thank you to everyone. We'll bring that possibly to next week's podcast as we roll forward. Um, so yeah, if you have any suggestions for the show, for topics of the week, or even impossible improvements and such, please do email us in bigrabshow at gmail dot com. <clears throat> now before my voice completely fails me. Uh, right, let's get to it. The piping news. On last this week's show, I say last week's, on this week's show, we had live in the studio Mr. James Kennedy. Of course, he is the current World Juvenile Drum Major Champion, and it was just awesome having him in and on the live show. If Yeah, you should go and check out. We've done a little bit of a Facebook live stream up there. It was great chatting to James. It was great being able to pick his brains and what it was like to lift the big title and what's in front of him from twenty eight for twenty eighteen. So really good chatting with him and shout out to Klaus Kelpie Bands. Uh yeah, I think it was just awesome to have James on the show. It was just fantastic. So thank you to James and let's get on with some piping news. The All Ireland solos. I've mentioned this in the last two or three podcasts now, but Entry date has now closed. The draw has now been made and the details of which are up on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. So for those of you going to the All-Ireland Solos on Saturday the 16th of September, yeah, you're going to want to check out the draw and check out the competition. So the draw is now up. You can go and see who's competing. And yeah, it's a bit interesting to say the least. So yeah, we will go through that possibly on a future podcast to see what the All-Ireland Solos will bring us this year. 
definitely some fierce competition for this one, I think. So go and check that out. It's on the RSPBANI website. The full draw is up there. Now, for those of you here in Northern Ireland, I am aware quite a lot of you live in Northern Ireland who listen to the show. This weekend sees the legend that is Fred Morrison. Fred Morrison is coming to Northern Ireland. He's going to be hosting Highland Piping Workshops as well as a concert afterwards in the Alley Theatre in Straban. Workshops start at 3pm till 5 and then the concert itself starting at 8pm that night. Now the workshops themselves are... Free! They're free! Yep, you can just turn up and learn from one of the legends. Isn't that amazing? Oh man, that's incredible. So yeah... There's your chance. Go and attend a masterclass workshop with the legend that is Fred Morrison completely for free. All you have to do is turn up. And then the concert itself, however, is ticketed. So if you want to go and see the man in action, tenor. Yeah, going to cost you a tenor a ticket to get in through the door. But trust me, uh, yeah, that's cheap at half the price. (laughs) I would pay easily three or four times that to go and see Fred live. So yeah, fantastic. So that's an opportunity you're not going to want to miss for piping fans in Straban in the Alley Theatre this weekend on Saturday. Yeah, you're going to want to get to that. Right. Shout out to Manawatu. Manawatu Pipe Band are currently recruiting. A lot of pipe bands at the moment are recruiting. Manawatu are one such band along with Ravara as well. Ravara are also on the recruitment drive. So two big grade one bands currently on the push looking for players. So again, these bands have asked that if you are interested, get in contact with them through their social media. And yeah, they will organise an audition for you to turn up and hopefully lift the sticks or the chanter with... Manawatu or Rivara. There you go. Or, of course, you could use the Big Rab Show matchmaking service, which people are still laughing about, by the way. It's not a joke. It actually is a real thing. We are trying our best to matchmake people with pipe bands. <laughs> so, there you go. If you do feel like getting matchmaked by yourselves, feel free. You can get in contact with us. Now, the 78th Fraser Highlanders made the piping news this week. Now, whether it's altogether positive or not, hmm, we don't know. We don't know. So, but I, I, I don't have to be guarded on this. I can give my opinion. So let's go. The 78th Highland Frasers have made Sean Allen their new bass drummer. Now, this is after replacing long-time member Johnny Rowe, who, now, according to what PipesDrums.com had put on, Apparently Johnny Rowe departed involuntarily on August the 28th. Now what does that mean, departed involuntarily? Does that mean he was basically given the sack? He was given his marching orders. Saying, here Johnny, you're out pal. Sean's in. So I think that kind of slipped under the radar. A lot of people kind of missed that involuntarily word. You know, whenever you kind of speed read it and said who departed voluntarily. Uh, no, this involuntary. So, does that mean that he was given the sack? Hmm. Anyway, let's talk about Sean Allen. Sean, of course, has been the bass drummer for the Grade 1 Toronto Police for this last number of years. And after returning to the piping scene from 2015, because partly he took a long hiatus from the piping scene. And it wasn't up until 2015 where he came back. So he obviously was a previous member of the 70th, but he was previously a tenor drummer. Now, apparently the pipe major of the 70th pipe band has been unavailable for comment on the appointment. Hmm. 
So the plot thickens again. The pipe major doesn't want to talk about it. Johnny Rose seems to have left involuntarily. That's, yeah, that doesn't sound to be all sunshine and roses there. So, but suffice to say, the move has been on the cards for a while, apparently, as the lead drummer for the 78th is his brother-in-law. So Sean's brother-in-law is actually the lead tip. So apparently the move has been on the cards for a while. And the talk about the impending change had been around for most of the season. So, yeah, by all accounts, I think if you believe what's said on the, the grapevine, apparently the move was on the cards for a while. So, Johnny Rowe, he's been part there of 78th Band for quite a while. Uh, yeah, it sounds like not an amicable split there for Johnny. But best of luck to Sean, anyway, who's taken over the bass drumming role. And if anything, Sean done incredibly well there at Toronto Police. But I wish him well at the 78th. I'm sure he'll do really well. So well done. Okay, the St. Thomas Episcopal School Pipe Band. Yeah, they've been pretty badly hit. For those of you who know them, of course they're based out of Houston, Texas. And they've been pretty badly hit with all of the ongoing flooding. This last while that's been in Houston, Texas. It's been absolutely insane over there. Uh, if anything, I've seen video footage of you know where the band practice and everything. And there's just like drum cases floating around in a band hall. It's horrific. Oh, really terrible. So what the band are actually doing at the minute is obviously they're trying to repair any damage. But they're also doing a little bit of fundraising to try and help repair because as you can imagine everything to do with this you know the pipe band has just been gutted everywhere but the, the band practices just destroyed so they're asking anyone who wants to help donate uh towards the pipe bands you know the school pipe band uh yeah to please do it goes www.ste.church forward slash flood there you go so they do have a website available and yeah, with a big donation button, you can go drop them a few quid and oh, possibly support the pipe band at re- and their rebuilding efforts. Such a shame because, yeah, they have been very successful in recent years. And it's just a shame whenever you see things like this, like natural disasters and such can just wipe it all away within five or ten minutes. That's scary, honestly. So, but there you go. If you guys do want to place a donation and help out the St. Thomas Episcopal School there's your opportunity. Right. A little bit more piping news. Massive congratulations. Has to go to Alistair Henderson, winner of the Inverness Gold Medal. And also a fellow piper in Inverarian District, Cameron Drummond. Yeah, he won the Silver Star for the former winner's MSR. So both pipers, of course, with Inverarian District, Alistair, of course, being pipe sergeant. So, yeah, these guys both gained themselves invitations to the Glymphitic this year, which will be held in Blair Castle, of course, on the 28th of October. So what a year these guys in Inverary have had. Like, these two are making their way to the Glymphitic now. Awesome. Congratulations, guys. Now, there has been some talk about the Glymphitic this year, but there has been some changes. Hmm. I do want to talk about the Glymphitic, though, on another podcast, so i leave that up there in the air but if you do want to read it we do have the full story up on our rab show facebook page all about the possible changes to the lineup to this year's glenfiddich it's going to be interesting rolling into october let's say right the let me see two new pipe bands are going to be formed yeah did you hear this this story kind of slipped in under the radar and it's huge 
Apparently, two new pipe bands are going to be formed in the northeast of Scotland following a recent swell in interest from local school kids. Now, isn't this incredible? So, Aberdeenshire Council proposed this about forming a new district-wide pipe band with young pipers and young drummers. However, they were inundated with well over 70 members wanting to enrol. So, whenever they realised the demand that they suggested, why don't we just form two pipe bands? You know, what a great luxury to have. So, the first would be the Provost, the Provost, even, I can't just about read that, uh, of Aberdeenshire School Pipe Band, a performance group which will be playing at civic events and concerts and different things all around the northeast of Scotland. But the second pipe band will be the Aberdeenshire Schools Pipe Band. Now, this will be the competitive end for musicians wanting to compete locally and nationally. So they will be bringing this band to the majors. So expect to see next year Aberdeenshire Schools Pipe Band entered into the competition. So that's going to be really interesting. So this is a kind of direct result of piping and drumming in the school curriculum. It's kind of pegged at. It's becoming more and more popular, especially in the northeast of Scotland, with school kids. And they just can't get enough of piping and drumming. So of course it's being taught as part of the school curriculum. And yeah, it's just growing and growing and growing. So that it has kind of put the spark in me again to kind of argue the point is that we should have more piping and drumming in schools. In Scotland, it does seem to be a big thing. A lot of schools over there in Scotland have a lot of school bands. Of course, you have uh, so you know George Watson's College. Yeah, pff, come on, I'm just going to start naming names. But there are so many different school bands over there. In Scotland, if you have a teaching program for school kids, and some of these kids are so talented, it's just, just crazy. As for ourselves here in Northern Ireland, we do have a education program, but it's not through schools. I don't think it is actually part of the educational curriculum. You can go and attend the RSPBANI Piping and Drumming School. You can then go and join even the Ulster Scots Juvenile Band that has a teaching program. There are various different teaching programs around the country and that will be one of the things that I look at for my Learning Journey podcast. But yeah, I think that's kind of an argument about bringing piping and drumming into schools and teaching kids about this because as we can see from the bands in Scotland at the moment, it's just growing exponentially and it's just, yeah, they can't keep up with demand. Like there we have the Aberdeenshire School Pipe Band they wanted to form one pipe band. Now they're forming two. So there you go. I think that kind of displays just how popular piping and drumming can be whenever it's invested in education. Right. There you go. I'm get off my soapbox now. <laughs> Grant, I wanted to kind of condense the piping news this week because we have so much from the Belfast Tattoo this year. So much goodness. But yeah, it was a great event and... You guys are going to be really loving the rest of this coverage. So it's around that time that I would normally make myself a cup of tea and talk about the topic of the week. But the topic of the week was recorded over the course of like four days. So guys, that's it. I will now go and make myself a cup of tea and start editing all of my wonderful footage from the Belfast Tattoo. (laughs) If this podcast isn't long enough for you, by the way, this week, I don't know what is, because this is going to be a serious long podcast. 
Anyway, get your messages into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And it's time for the topic of the week. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work? House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website, and audio-video recordings, all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. Hello, this is Scott Wood. And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Pipe Band Hub. Promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Well, you join me backstage at the Belfast Tattoo. Yeah, another year has rolled round. Can you quite believe it? <laughs> As you can just hear, I think that's the RAF practicing in the background because the night I'm here is the night of dress rehearsals. So it's a bit of a bustle, a lot of hustle. Yeah, I've already said that. <laughs> so, yeah, suffice to say, there's a serious amount of work done already. And tonight is the big dress rehearsal before the official launch on the Thursday. So I think Thursday's a full house. I think they've actually sold it out. Friday's not too far behind. And I believe Saturday also. Tickets are pretty slim pickings at the moment. So I think very positive response to this year's Belfast Tattoo and whenever you look at the lineup, you can totally understand it you know whenever you look at such acts such as the Imps you know the wee guys on motorbikes with red jackets on you got the band there the RAF the Queen's Colour Party and of course the Pipes and Drums the whole reason why the Big Rab Show is here it's going to be so much stuff to bring you guys on the show so stay tuned as I walk around and have a dander and see who's about and I'm standing none other but Rodney from Manor County. What about you, Rodney? I'm grand. Yourself, Rob? Grand. So how's your tattoo been so far? Very good. Very good. Last night we had the, the, the first night. That went well. Big crowds. Big crowd. Yeah. Seems to be a big crowd. Bigger than any other Thursday I've seen so far. <laughs> so is this your first tattoo? This is my third tattoo. Three times now. We've done uh, 2013. It was actually in the snare. All right. 14 on the base, and this year on the base. So you kind of a jack of all trades. Next year you'll be lifting the pipes then, Rodney? Uh, no. <laughs> no. So, no, not at all. <laughs> so let's get down to the nitty-gritty. How was your season with Manor Cunningham? Absolutely outstanding. 
good, yeah. Very good. Way beyond our expectations. We went out. Get the band out. Priority, get the band out. Doesn't matter what happened. Results meant nothing. Yeah. We were there to perform, to basically be happy. And if anything, man, the crowd were so happy to see you as a banger. I'm sure it was a great reception for you. It was a brilliant reception, the crowd. <laughs> the people were just walking up and going, Rodney, glad to see you back. <laughs> walking over and no, from last awesome. season, I, re- I actually forgot something I forgot. Really? People, yeah. people actually come round and watch grade two and grade one bands ah, practice. See, there you go. Yeah. Cheering up and you go, didn't see that last year. Yeah, why is there people standing here? <laughs> More or less. Awesome. So it has to be fair to say, like you said, you had a pretty strong season. What would be the highlight for yourself this past year? Highlights, probably. I Ireland. would safely say, well, the public up on this. There's the British oh, drumming. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the first major in Grade Two of the drum corps. Yeah, we had all Ireland's one of the band drum corps best bass. Yeah, probably the highlight was walking on that <laughs> big arena in the world for the Grade course, Two final. Yeah, how did you find that then? That was just hair standing in the back of your neck. So <laughs> you walking down the onto the arena and there's yeah. just nobody around you you're just focused on the line you pretend you don't see the big screen that, that's what I was going to ask that big screen's right in front of you it's, it's not right really distracting man. that was alright for me because I'm walking sideways I, can, ah, I can't see. see it anyway yeah, so that wasn't distracting me at all <laughs> thankfully but we've been all well warned uh, yeah. you know. well, I'm sure if anything that's kind of Part of the plan in that arena is all that distraction. So much stuff to draw your attention. So I, because like you've camera men walking around you, you've the yeah. going over you. Honestly, you didn't even see a camera. No, well, that's I was it. too focused on what I was doing. Watching that foot on the grass. Watching that foot on the grass, exactly. So overall, then, how was your world championships then for Manor County? Uh, world champions were good. Main thing was out in the morning. We're yeah. on first, qualified. Uh, we had a wee bit of a glitch in the, when they were calling out the qualifiers because we knew we because we were first on. We should have been first called. Oh, I see. We actually called it as the grade finished, in the right. top six. Right. So we were we almost ready to walk away. A bit of and a panic then. A wee bit of a it. panic. Thought right, uh, no, we haven't qualified, yeah. and then next thing we're fourth or fifth or something or whatever it was, <laughs> and the big cheer come up. That was well, that's a lot of on. bands. Well, even if you've looked at the likes of the PSNI, whenever they qualified, that was as good as winning. So I'm sure you guys just have the same feeling. We are the same. We get qualified. That's that's just as good as, as, good as winning. Yeah, yeah. the top 12 in the world at that point. Ah, no matter what are. happens. So tell me then, Ronnie, what's in front of you then for Manor Cunningham? What does next season bring for you? More of the same. Yeah. Get out, get going, see who's coming on. If anybody's coming on. Well, that's it. I do believe the band's in recruitment mode at the moment. They're full recruitment mode, so if you know anybody... Send them your direction. Send them down the road to Manor. Up to the Manor. There you go. Ronnie, we'll have to get chatting to you another time. Because we are putting together a little podcast about bass drumming. So we'll have to bend your ear on that topic. You, you want to talk to me? Okay. <laughs> no better man. No better man. Cheers, Ronnie. Thanks a million, mate, for chatting to us. Cheers. Cheers, Ronnie. So after chatting to the legend Rodney from Manor Gunningham, I'm here with Jeff. What about you, Jeff? How's it going, Rob? <laughs> Not bad. Well, tell us about the tattoo, first of all. How did you get roped in again? <laughs> I got a text message last year. Yeah. Make a phone call. Um, 
was asked would I come back and take lead bass this year again. And of course, try, yeah. Like, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo itself is kind of one of those experiences that pipers and drummers really experience maybe once, possibly twice. But how many times have you been doing this now? Three? That's four. Four? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's some kind of record. Four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you found this year's tattoo in comparison to previous years? A bit different this year, Rob. You know, usually pipe bands open it and we close it. Yeah, but yeah. we're opening the second half, so a wee bit ah, different format. But um, again, probably downsize of the band this year. Yeah, the, n- the yeah. numbers wouldn't be as, as big as previous years. Well, it doesn't hurt because trying to get people squeezed through that small entrance. Yeah. I think you know, you know, if you look at it, with unlike other bands, we've just come out of a full season. You know, from May to August, yeah, yeah. and that's what of a slog. Sure most bands are on break at the moment. Yeah, so. Talking about competitive bands, let's talk about Rivara. <laughs> and you start laughing as soon as I mentioned the name. So, how did you? How do you think your season went? Not great. Um, Seriously, though, I thought the band sounded awesome. Well, we're going well. I think you know we're walking in there. We don't have a big band, um, no. and we're starting to see that. Um, I think a lot of time the boys were quite happy with how they performed. Yeah. But the results didn't come. Um, but you go through the doldrums and hopefully they'll bounce back again. See, this is it. We were talking about this, and you texted in quite regular about this on the show, about the numbers game. You reckon this is kind of what's going against Rovara at the moment? Or? Yeah, and the smaller grade one bands, you know, we've even talked about you know, the likes of Blairy as well. Yeah. Same thing, struggling. Um, I think personally we'll have to cap the numbers you know at the end of the day there's an international football match on tonight there's 11 players on each side see that's the argument you see yeah and a lot of people listening to the podcast right now have said similar things so a lot of people believe in the number cap and that you have to earn your spot yeah totally you know? agree you know if you're not good enough you don't get playing you know and pick your, pick your best 20 papers and your best 10 drummers that's it the rest on the sideline. Yeah. It's just hard cheese. Everyone fights yeah. for their spot. Um, how it is, I think, if you look at the grades now, Rob, you know, that's grade four is flourishing. Yeah, that really is. But when you start hitting grade three upwards, it's, ah, it's, it's, it's thin on the ground. It is kind of thin on the ground, especially, well, dare I say it, put myself out there, but in Scotland, for some reason, the grade three bands in Scotland seem to be suffering in the numbers game. Uh, you know, look back, you know, a few guys have put on Facebook programs from 30 years ago. Yeah. Twenty-three bands in grade two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unheard of now. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have a competition. There's maybe two or three. Uh, exactly, yeah, and they're playing up. And the same as grade one. Yeah, you're going to have the same two or three bands every week. That's it. Plus the fact that it's actually become an expensive hobby now. Look. We've been talking about that on the show as well. Finances, and it is expensive, definitely. Yeah. Especially when you consider most of the majors now are in Scotland. I'm not. I'm so- now, if you sit out and work out how much it costs you to go to band practice two nights a week, yeah. lo- even local competitions, time the you, you buy your burger and all of the competitions, and that's year we did you know, two day trips to Scotland and then the Worlds, um, it was an expensive year. Could be, certainly. Cause, well, the Worlds isn't just a weekend anymore, it's a whole, nearly a whole week. Yeah. No. You know, at the end of the day, we, we hear the Canadian bands and what have you, the amount of money they have to raise to get here. Oh, serious. I totally sympathise with them, you know, but it's no different, you know, as I said before, just because we're playing grade one, 
doesn't mean we've any more money. It's not as if we're big no. sponsorship deals and <laughs> we still have to put our hand in our pocket. No, that's it, exactly. Yeah, you're in the same boat as everybody else. Yep. So tell us then, rolling forward into 2018, how are things looking for a buy then? Well, we'll have to wait for a few weeks. We'll have the, the gradings come out, see where we stay in grade one or if they decide to downgrade us. Do you think there'll be a chance of getting moved down to grade two? You never know. It's all up in the air, I suppose. It's le- you do like to predict it because your predictions usually go wrong. <laughs> well, did you hear my predictions for the world this year? Yes. Oh, there's every single one of them flat in his face. So we'll just have to wait to see what the music board come out with and uh, I think then let's take it from there. And just build from there, yeah, really. I think it's, it's, it's getting harder and harder to build bonds is the problem. Yeah. You know, and, uh, say it's, and people with pressures of work and what have you. That's uh, you know, a lot of people, especially the last few years, you know, work comes first. You know. Well, that's it too. You know, in the end, you know, piping and drumming is a hobby. Exactly. You know, you know it's not a job. No, you know. no. Some people it is and they're the lucky ones. But they are the lucky yeah. ones, yeah. Well, if anything, best of luck with Rivara this incoming Cheers, season. Cheers, Rob. Yeah, if anything, I thought you sounded amazing this season. But again, as you said, just the results didn't seem to go your way. Yep, they also. We'll see how next week goes. And the uniforms look cool too. They do? Yeah, I'm impressed with that. Put on fresh up. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt. Grand. So I was going to say to you, Sandra Rodney as well, we're putting together a little podcast about bass drumming, so we'll maybe have to get a chat to you about that. Not a problem, Rob. Good man. Cheers, Jeff, for chatting to us on the show. Okay, Rob. No problem. Well, I'm still backstage and I'm in amongst the dancers. But I found someone who actually listens to the show. Hi. Hi. What's your name? I'm Shindle. I'm from Johannesburg and I'm a snare drummer in the Transvaal Scottish Pipes and Drums as well. Excellent pipe band. There you go. So what brings you here to the tattoo? So I've never been to Northern Ireland before and I heard there was auditions for the international tattoo dancers. So I auditioned and here I am. And the rest is history, yeah. So you've travelled all the way here to take part in the tattoo. How's your experience been so far? Oh, it's been awesome. I mean, the rehearsals are, the schedule's been pretty hectic. And the girls are, girls and guys in the dance are amazing. The producers are wonderful. They're so friendly. Everyone's so friendly here. Um, everyone's looking after us really well. And we've really enjoyed ourselves. Um, yeah, your pubs are really good too and your beer's good. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. That doesn't hurt. So tell us then a bit about the band. How's your season been so far? How's things going? Uh, it's been a great season. Uh, the Jocks, which we are formerly known as, um, uh, uh, we've had a great season. Um, our grade two band did incredibly well. It was actually yeah. tied with our, our rivals, Bononi Mactala, the entire season, up to the very last uh, competition. So um, it came down to one ensemble point, which uh, separated really? the two, So which is great. I mean, the, wow. the season has been exciting, and that's really great for the South African pipe band fraternity. That's fantastic. Well, if anything, just this past couple of years I've got my eyes open to the piping scene more broader than what it is in the UK. How do you find it at home? How is the piping scene back home? Things are good. I mean, um, you know, we've been uh, very lucky to have a couple of really awesome guests come over. Terry Tully came over. Uh, we had oh, Bob yeah. Worrell. Brian Cassidy came and played with the band for a while. And um, our amazing friend, uh, John Jock Elliott, uh, spends a lot of time with us. And we obviously play uh, G1 Reads and Chances. Shout out to G1. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, oh, I think I have to go. Oh, you got to go. Well, thanks a million <laughs> thanks, for chatting with me. Thank you.
still backstage at the tattoo. They haven't got rid of me. And I'm joined by Glenn Baxter. How are you, Jane? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> well, first of all, I have to congratulate you. Qualifying for the world's final, mate. It's bound to have felt good. Yeah, it was a great experience. And found a good one arena for the first time. It was... What's it? For the first time, and then making it through to the final? Yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I think, to be fair, whenever I've seen the celebrations of you guys, I think it was almost as if you just won the thing. Yeah, it was, yeah. Everybody went <laughs> mad. Yeah. So what's in front for yourself then? You have Glenn Baxter piping up and running. What's in front of you at the moment? Yeah, a lot of wins and uh, have you a lot of uh, yeah, up, a lot yeah. of things coming up. So yeah, this is a busy season starting now. Oh, so competition season finishes for you, and next thing you're out playing at people's weddings. Yeah, yeah. So today I'm running. So next few weeks is just busy time. Yeah. So you had a wedding and a tattoo. <laughs> Do you ever really stop, Glenn? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> Try to try to get myself a break, but <laughs> just keeps on going. There you go. So tell us, can you? T- what's happening in the PSNI camp now? Looking forward to 2018. Any juicy gossip? Can't give too much away. But ah, yeah. see, I love this. So, well, any new players? Any new material coming forward yet? Uh, we'll let you see in 2018. Ah, see, you're not giving anything away. <laughs> love that. Well, Glenn, thanks a million for chances and all the best no, for the rest no of the season. Cheers. Cheers. Right, so we're still backstage and things are about the end of the tattoo. But I'm talking to Sarah. Hi. <laughs> so you're part of the organising team here. Yes. How do you find each tattoo every year? Uh, it's very different each year because you have different acts to deal with, but it's yeah. always really fun. After the first two, two nights, everybody kind of <laughs> knows what they're doing and they're used to me shouting and Brian. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty good now and it's great fun. There you go. Do you have any trouble with the language barrier? I've been around tonight interviewing <laughs> people and a lot don't speak English. Yes, it poses a bit of a problem, but uh, there's normally one person at least who will speak English, so it's trying to locate that one person through all the people you can't get yeah. uh, through to. But no, it, it is a wee bit of a barrier. But as I say, once everybody gets on the go with things, everybody knows yeah. what they're doing. There you go. So... I'm sure with every tattoo there's been their stresses, but this year seems to be so chilled out this year. Everyone's smiling. Yeah, this definitely is not our first rodeo now, so no, we're no. getting used to it with Glasgow and now with Liverpool impending. Um, yeah. Everybody is slowly getting into the groove of what should be done and how we get things going pretty quickly, so yeah. it is more relaxed. Uh, Brian seems more relaxed this he year does, than ever. He? Yeah. It's great. Lovely Brian. <laughs> Love a relaxed Brian. Yeah. But um, yeah, everybody really is uh, into the groove now of what we know we have to do, so go, yeah, yeah, it's getting there. So let me talk to you about the field marshal. Field marshal? Yeah, how was your season? It was really good, really enjoyable. Yeah. I think the band as a whole will agree that we played really well. Hmm. Um, we came away from the worlds, everybody was happy, yeah. nobody could really say anything about our performance in the band. Everybody was super delighted, and yeah. you know, what else can you do? It's good fun with great people, and well, that's it, yeah. And if anything, I was going to say to you congratulations because as you walked off the line Richard Parks had a smile on his face he did he did it's always a great time when Richard has a smile <laughs> that's it job done yeah job done so I don't know whether he was more thrilled that the, technically the season was over or that we had a good run but uh, no Richard was happy I say everybody was really happy Keith was happy and uh, yeah. we always wish well wishes to Inverary who won and deserving winners they were certainly yeah. it was really good to watch it both all season back and forth yeah. so interesting to watch. I'm sure even being a part of that was good fun. Yeah, sure. it was really it, re- it really is and the camaraderie between all the bands, you know, like it, it's it's really good and we always have had a great relationship with Inferrari so Oh, that's fun. it. 
So what's to come then for 2018? Any surprises or are you just on break at the moment? Just on break at the moment. Uh, probably start back middle of October, maybe November. Might push it to the end of November. But uh, no, hopefully maybe perhaps a new medley, but we haven't really made any decisions Ooh. yet. Well, here you won a lot of fans with the one with Fred tune in there, yeah. especially me. Yeah, I think Fred won it too. Well, I'm backstage and everybody always pulls the nervous face whenever <laughs> I switch my recorder on. I am joined backstage by pretty important people, <laughs> would be fair to say. I'll start with yourself, Al. How are you? I'm Grant. <laughs> Thanks very much. So it would be fair to say you are senior pipe major here at the Belfast Tattoo. I am. Yeah. This year. Yeah. For the first time. How have you found your experience? I've enjoyed the shows. Mm. The lead up to the shows was quite difficult. Sometimes getting yeah. getting people organised, getting people to learn stuff. It's a very difficult time because it's coming off the back of the like band season. season. Yeah, yeah and everyone's it, on it, break. So. It, is, it is quite difficult, but mm. everybody always manages to put the, put the stops out. And manage to get and a tattoo put together. Yeah. yeah, and both performances so far up to date have been quite good I'm quite happy that's it I that's think reception for the pipes and drums has definitely been positive everyone's loved to hear it so yeah it's yeah. quite encouraging whenever uh, you pick music and you go I don't know whether this is going to work or not and whenever you hear the audience <laughs> singing you go I'm happy okay here because they were singing along the night so it was, it was quite cool actually yes I don't know yes. if that's happened in previous tattoos they might have hummed along but never actually sung so that was kind of cool well maybe because the uh, the music was maybe more people friendly rather than pipe band orientated yeah. maybe helped a wee bit but there you go you have to try these things out. you do you do so tell us about Rivara then how did you guys fare this season how do you think it went struggled a little bit mm. numbers is always a problem but I think numbers yeah. is a problem for a lot of bands getting good players at that standard grade one is extremely difficult difficult to do yeah. and Northern Ireland is becoming increasingly hard to get players of any standard grade one and grade two I must say it is yeah and unfortunately for me I see pipe bands dwindling quite a lot over the mm. this past lot of years like I, I'm I'm in Rivera 42 years this year really yeah wow and uh, <laughs> I have seen a lot of bands come and go good bands come and go and it's very unfortunate but mm. I don't know what you try to do to turn that around. But. It's part of the course. It's always been part of the game. You it know, is, bands seem to, as soon as they get up and away as they're going and winning prizes, next thing you know, it's, it's quite where funny. Are they? Gordon Carson was speaking to me last night about it and he says, mm. What do you think will happen to this? I says, Well, maybe Dumbarton and the world's performance will maybe save us again this year. But yeah. uh, it's all on the music board, you, really, you, isn't you, it? It's all on the music board. And Gordon says, Well, we don't want you in grade two because you're far too strong for grade two. <laughs> and I says, Possibly, Gordon, but yeah. we're one of the weaker ones in grade one, unfortunately, but that's how it yeah, goes through. Somebody has to be mm. well, there to it. make the numbers up. I'm not saying it. We probably started we started off poorly and finished stronger if it had started off at the end of the season. Mm. Well, that's it. Yeah. You know. Here, well, I doubt we'll find out within the next week or two, I think. Isn't that when they make the announcement? No doubt. I think, yeah, well... <laughs> so let's talk drum major because I've got a few drum majors in the room so, but also Emma as well. She's done quite well this season, not a bad year. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely superb year. She, uh, we bit disappointed in a couple of competitions but yeah. Juvenile Champion of Champions four years for the four years she was in us so not I don't bad. think it has ever been done. So. 
Oh, really? There you go. See, now, to be fair, I've only really kind of learned much about drum major in this season, so you're going to have to bear with me. I've just discovered what a TLV is. <laughs> Never knew about it in my life. But I'm standing with a world champion. Jason, how are you, sir? Hi, Rob. I'm not too bad. <laughs> I think you were a little bit happy whenever the result was read. Just just slightly. Slightly <laughs> shocked. Slightly, yeah, very, very happy. So have you managed to come down kind of near Earth yet? Okay, this is nice. The tattoo's great because you get to enjoy it rather than being in a competitive mode after the yeah. season and it's good to go out there and enjoy just performing. So tell us about your season overall. How do you think it went for you? Surprisingly a really good season. Um, mm. My main wins were the Worlds, obviously, and the Europeans, um, also the All-Irelands, and then that all led to Champion of Champions for Scotland and Northern Ireland. So. There you go. Yeah, not too very happy with that. <laughs> if anything, us on the shows, we were reading out the results each week. It always seemed to be, it was either Jason or Alicia. Or Jason <laughs> or Alicia. So it was kind of a bit of a yeah. tennis match going on. Yeah, so was it fun for you? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, nothing was ever written in stone and it really came down to the day who, who gave yeah. the best performance. So, yeah, it was great. So overall, how did you find your World Championships itself? How, how was things on the day? How conditions weren't that good for drum major? It was really different this year. This year we had a semi-final as mm. well as just a final, so had three performances on the day. So three, son. Yeah, yeah, that's bad enough. Um, yeah. Especially when my heats and my semi-final, I was really happy with. So entering mm. the final, I was like, I hope I can do this, you know, for a for third, third time. time. Yeah. But we were in the main arena for the final, and that was just class. We have got a lot of comments about seeing drum majors in the main, main arena saying that it was amazing yeah. to see. Do you think this could be something that could be repeated again? I really, really hope so. Even for the publicity of drum majoring, like that's fantastic the way it was live streamed. Oh, yeah. And everything, it it's, it's class. We did get some comments, though, on the, the pace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you were nearly running. I mean, I'm, by not, the end I'm of not somebody that goes to the gym too often, so <laughs> I came off at eight and a half, and uh, I think I lost a few points. I think everybody was gasping for air. And, the, the <laughs> and I don't breathe for that. There was a couple of legs, so I really was. By the end of it, I was ready to collapse in a hoop. But, yeah. I, we all, John, you just do like a good, fast um, beat mm. to a band. Um, but there's a happy medium. We're ready for the Olympic sprint now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So what about next season? What's in front of you then? Um, yeah. More of the same, do you think? No pressure. No. <laughs> um, next season I get to be senior drum major for Northern Ireland, so the finale every week, which will be nice. Oh, so that's your job to organise all of that? Yeah. Good luck. Following in the big footsteps of Lauren Hanna. I see. No yeah. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that'll be nice next year. So I'm looking forward to that. Certainly. Well... Best of luck. Thank you very much. Lauren, how are you? I'm not too bad. Glad to be passing the baton, no. I know. <laughs> Glad. <laughs> Pass over. Yeah. So tell us, how has your season been this past year? Well, it started off well, then it just gradually went downhill, so I don't uh, know what happened. It's like anything with pipe bands, even. Yeah. Sometimes you can start out real strong and then continue going, and for some reason the results don't come. But overall, you thought the season was good enough? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a good season. There you go. First season with Loman and Clyde, so... A shout-out to the Clyde. Yeah. Yeah, go <laughs> on, on the Clyde, Clyde. you! <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of guys from the Clyde listening to the show, yeah. so shout-out to you. How have you found it with the, the, the band so far? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah? I love being with them, yeah. I think they're a friendly bunch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because they text in most shows, said, shout-out to Ireland, you! <laughs> so, this incoming season then... 
What's in front of you for this 2018? 2018, well, we're doing the Glasgow tattoo in February. Ah, I see, right, yes. So we're doing it, and then hopefully practice and do better next season. I see. So it's that kind of constant improvement, I think, is what yeah. I see. Notice from drum majors. Bands, we get a little break, and that's when we kind of lie and watch soaps for two, three weeks. <laughs> but you guys don't really stop, yeah. you know? Have to keep going all through the winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thanks a million for chatting to us on the show. Really appreciate your time. And best of luck for 2018. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rob. Cheers. Thank well, as we've been chatting to most of the pipes and drums backstage at the Belfast Tattoo, we cannot avoid possibly one of the good, great bands that's on the floor tonight. It's the Winnipeg Police. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Doug Roxborough, Winnipeg Police. Thanks for having us, Rob. Not at all. And? Rod Christie, Winnipeg Police. How are you doing? Not bad, thanks. Yeah, so, guys, first of all, let's chat about the tattoo. How did you get roped in to come into Belfast? Well, I don't think roped in is the right way to put it, but I, I like to think it was an invite and it was a cordial process, uh, yeah, Rob. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, you know what, our uh, friends, uh, Calgary Police, had been out a couple of years back and uh, we're very close with them and got some good friends there. And uh, yeah. they were the one that planted the seed with us and uh, timing-wise and it looked at fabulous and the opportunity to come to Belfast was uh, a really new experience for us. Yeah, I, I've uh, my grandfather is initially from Belfast. And, oh, really? Yeah, he came over after the war and and had nothing good to say about or nothing good. No, that nothing was bad terrible. Nothing bad to say yeah. about it. You know what I mean? So, uh, and so we, uh, I, I find it was a little bit of a homecoming. So now I can see, uh, see where, my, cool. yeah. where my grandfather came from, and my great grandfather was in the fire brigade back in the the early early 1900s, and uh, right. dealt with a bunch of the fires there, and yeah. and it's it's wonderful to see a bunch of the history that I'm I'm connected to, and I I yeah. it's great actually being here. This town is lovely. It's fantastic. Well, that was going to be my next question. Have you managed to see much of the city when you've been here? Yeah, hi. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been able to do a bunch of walks around to the museum, uh, the Ulster Scots, the yeah. uh, up to the the city hall. Uh, planning to go to the Titanic tomorrow. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, I think the way to put it for in per, uh, perspective from uh, from Canada, we're celebrating our 150th year. Ooh, so uh, nice. Belfast has yeah. a, a lot more history to offer than uh, Canada. So we're just lapping it up. We're just oh. babies in the whole. Uh, country region area it's, this yeah. is it's amazing seeing so much history compared to the 150 years sure there's history in canada but the, the 150 years is just a, a just a blip mm. in the radar of what what happens yeah, here that's pretty dense here you can't like take three steps without finding a castle somewhere exactly <laughs> it's, it's amazing yeah. love it so let's chat about the baron then you guys have a, a long and varied history yourselves can you tell us a bit about the winnipeg please well, uh, it's an interesting time. We're, uh, we were formed in uh, 1920 as an all-police entity back in the day. Mm. Uh, and uh, as time went on, we evolved into uh, with demographics and hiring processes and Scottish immigration. Yeah. We implemented uh, volunteers into the group, and so here we are. Uh, we're looking at our 100th anniversary in three years. Wow. So we're pretty uh, uh, stoked about that. And yeah. uh, But right now the band is... Uh, there's still active police officers, there's retired police officers, and there's civilian members such as Roddy and many others. It's a, it's a good-sized band. Yeah. So, would I be right in saying that you have the ceremonial band that come to things like the tattoo and things like that, but you also have a competitive element to the band as well? 
Uh, absolutely. We've got a, a grade three band that has uh, been very successful, uh, uh, whether it be Pleasanton, the Prairies, that sort of thing. And uh, this past uh, summer, we were uh, uh, we were down in Maxville, Montreal, for the North American Championships. Uh, the North American Championships. How did you find that? Oh, the guys, you know what, Roddy and I weren't there, but uh, the group uh, had a great time, uh, played well, and uh, placed second in uh, grade two or grade three. Not too shabby at all. Yeah, Congratulations, well done. Thank you. So, in talking about competitions, do you think ever we'll see the Winnipeg Police coming over and competing in our RSPBA calendar? Well, again, uh, tw- 2020 is our 100th anniversary, and uh, yeah. we, we're uh, really focusing towards a, uh, a Scotland trip that will uh, encompass the worlds. Oh, you're coming to the big one in Glasgow? Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, I mean, Oh, that would be awesome, because it is kind of the pipe and mecca every uh, year. So have you ever been to the championships yourselves, even just as a spectator? Years ago, back when I played with the uh, Lord Selkirk Boy Scout Pipe Band in, in 1996. Wow. And that was a long time ago, and it's basically, yeah. I try to keep up with it as much as I can. Uh, mm. And now, now I look at it and I go, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's time to come back to competition. See, you do get the itch, though, don't you? It uh, doesn't really leave. No, it, it does kind of snick in the back there. It's like, yeah. oh, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this again. <laughs> maybe I can put my actual job aside and pull yeah. out the pipes and work away. I see. It's the world that's attracting you. That's what it is. There's that. Yeah. And the chip trucks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, can we talk a bit about the competitive season, especially in Canada itself? You know, limited amount of games, I think, in Canada compared to here oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so would there be anywhere local to yourselves that has like a games or anything like that ongoing once every year yeah well there's the Winnipeg indoors um, we towards the Manitoba scene is a little bit well it's the prairie scene really yeah, pra- yeah. the prairie scene so it encompasses Alberta Saskatchewan and and uh, Manitoba yeah, yeah. Um, Ontario has their they as far as I understand, they've got competitions happening a lot through the season. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't really know. I don't really follow them too often. Uh, Manitoba has at least two happening. Saskatchewan has at least two. Alberta's got about two happening, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a good game for us if we can get uh, City Regina, Winnipeg Police, St. Andrews Society, mm. uh, what's it called? Glenora. Uh, yeah, Glenora, Big Rock. Transcona, Transcona District. North Stratton. If we can get all those boys. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of our players play outside of our circle as well. We've got players in North Stratton. Um, yeah. we got some players playing with Peel right now. Oh, right. So it's a, yeah. it's a wide range. i got everything from uh, 70-year-old uh, retired guys to 20-year-old uh, piping uh, Gretzky's. You yeah. know. <laughs> so I have to ask the question that I ask most pipe bands about recruitment. Do you guys find it difficult finding players, especially this time of season when everyone's hungry trying to look for players for the incoming competitive year? How do you guys tackle that problem of getting beginners even? Well, it's kind of funny. The For the police band, we've got a pretty established group of players. Uh, we don't really look too much. A lot of people just kind of come to us. Like our, our, our That's brilliant, though. Yeah. A, a lot of our circles in Manitoba are pretty small, so mm. yeah, when one person leaves another group, they usually take a little bit of a hiatus, and then they, yeah. then they say, well, do I want to go back to this one, or do I go back to somewhere else? And, and I think... Uh, I, um, a, not so much. A, I think a recruitment feature is is the fact that a lot of our players involved in youth youth teaching. 
So there's that relationship, there's that knowledge of who the, uh, the the players are, the part of the band they're going to. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it. But we're we're seventy strong. So wow, we're, that's we're, we're not a big too group. shabby. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of bands would love to have yeah. those kind of numbers. <laughs> not not so. that they show up all the time, but we no. always we have them. And it's, it's great to draw on. Drawing, exactly. you, need yeah. se- you need 70 to get 20. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, with that in mind then, looking forward to 2018, what's in front of yourselves then for the incoming year? You know what, we're in the process of, uh, again, 2020 is the 100. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're in the process of laying out a three-year plan. And so 18 is still very much a work in progress. We've got our groundhog events that happen every year, you know, the Regina Highland Games, the Winnipeg Indoors, yeah. all that stuff. Um, yeah, and for the big band, I mean, we're uh, we're in constant demand for parades across the border in the States. Oh, I see. And yeah. uh, we're, we're, we could be busy every weekend with that if we wanted to, but... But I'm sure, like anything, it is good to get a break sometimes. Do you ever get any downtime from the band at all? Mainly our winters, actually. Our winters can be rather forbidding. Mm. We we usually have about a 60-degree temperature gap or variation between anywhere between plus 40 to minus 40. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so we usually <laughs> tend to stay inside a lot. Yeah. So anywhere between about, uh, what is it, uh, November to end of February, end of March, <laughs> yeah. we don't go inside. So everyone gets into hibernation, really, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's well, when we try to hunker down and work on good tunes so we can, once we get into parade season or competition season, we can get going and have, yeah, pull them out and have good yeah. tunes. Excellent. Well, guys, thanks a million for chatting to us on the podcast. Really oh, good to chat to you. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for uh, having us on, Rob. Not at all. And if anything, I'm looking forward to seeing you in 2020 then. I'll be keeping tabs on you. So. Uh, I'll be, I'll be, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, this thanks, is great. Guys. Thank you very much. Cheers. God. Well, I'm sitting backstage, but what could be described as the shower room? Would that be right, guys? I'm well, in the shower room. Far enough, yeah. 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 So I'm here with Gavin and Matthew. What about you? Or not too Everyone always pulls the nervous face when I get the recorders <laughs> on. Yeah. Says <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing visual jokes on the radio. So, guys, how have you found your tattoo so far? Yeah, it's been good. It's uh, it's different. Um, you know, something just to, to let your hair down and not really worry too much about it. You know, so it's it's been good. Yeah. Says come for yourself, sir. Well, enjoyable as always. Like that's I've done this now four or five years. Really? Yeah, well, I've yeah. been here with the band here this past couple. This is the first time I actually haven't done it with the band officially. Aye, aye. So, well, you're an old Hannah best then. Well, yeah. It's been keeping me right. Yeah. So, tell us then about putting the scores together. I've talked about the piping and the tune selection and how that was all pieced together, but how do you get so many drummers singing off the same page? <laughs> um, I suppose it's not easy. Um, it's, mm. it's really, it's really about trying to get. The stuff um, at, a, at a level that everybody can, you know, can can play comfortably and, and remember because there's yeah. there is quite a few tunes there. So um, the the scores themselves were written. I, I actually wrote the scores out myself and sort of May time sent them out round everybody. Well, as far um, back as May, yeah. Uh, so oh, but then obviously with the, with the competition season that mm. sort of takes preference. So 
a lot of the things maybe would uh, would sort of be left until afterwards, you know. So yeah, and but, then uh, a bit of a panic at the end of the season. Oh, oh, I have to learn this. To do, yeah. So, um, <laughs> which is you know you can sort of understand. You can sort of understand. So it's 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 been it's been interesting like, trying to get everybody together, but yeah. um, this last few nights just you know playing over it over a, a couple of times, it's sinking in. Everybody's fine. So, so uh, now we're here on the final night on the Saturday. Things are coming together. Yeah, everything's everything's <laughs> singing. It'll be spot on tonight, no doubt. Excellent. So, t- have you got a highlight of the show? I think you guys watching this last night on the floor, probably the set that you seem to enjoy the most is the Black Bear. I think that's I think so. yeah. It's uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody sort of gets into it. Anyone know? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the competitive season. You guys, are, everyone's now currently on break at the moment. Yep. So yeah, how did you find your season went yourself, Angam? Um, it was it was a tough season, yeah, for ourselves. It was uh, well, the band was was very good, um, both front and back end. Um, but obviously, um, with other big bands like Inverary and yeah. St Lawrence, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of very very good bands out there. So it's getting tougher and tougher. So um, it's it, it was a good season, um, although we've had more successful seasons prize wise yeah. um, the band itself was very good we've got very good reports and positive feedback so we'll be Cheers. chomping at the bit to get back at it and try and yeah. win a few more next year so. it's all hands to the pump Absolutely. but I have to say congratulations because as much as Richard was smiling coming off the line Keith was nearly he was nearly laughing he was having so much fun yeah from uh, from, from the back end I would say that's probably the two best runs we've had in the in the circle since 2013 yeah. when we when we won the drumming so uh, it good. was two very very solid runs that the whole core was happy and um, I think we just need to, to continue to build from that and, and try to get better and better so there we go so we need the juicy gossip then is there anything in the pipeline for next season any new tunes anything surprises I have nothing confirmed at the moment um, but <laughs> I would say there'd be I, w- I would imagine there'd probably be a, a change to the number two medley whether that's a full new medley or just uh, ah, yeah. you know uh, mixing it up I would imagine um, as regards MSRs I'm not sure I don't know whether he'll change that or not but I would say there'll be there'll be something done there ah, so it's early doors yet so tell us about revised season how did you guys go this year uh, I think the best way to put it is difficult this year it's mm. been very very difficult for us so it has been this past couple of years but been probably members wise we've been at our lowest Especially in the back end, we went out with seven. Actually, we turned up at the All Ireland with five. That's right. So, yeah. in terms of, I don't think we've been a ba- bad wise before. It's just been difficult for us to get any sort of, sort of couple of poor performances at the start of the season, which sort of means you're starting to play catch up for the rest of the season. Uh, it's hard to get momentum then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, we got our momentum at the Worlds, so we actually got two decent runs in. Right. We're really happy about the melee run, the qualifying. So, mm. I'd say, but it was too little, too late at that point. But that's it. But rolling forward, then I think with chatting to Jeff and everybody, they're just anxiously waiting to see what the music board are going to do. Yeah, that's that's the next thing. But I well, some of us think we'll be all right. Some think after we might hit the drop, but I think we think we'll be all right. Say so some of the guys, a couple of papers they have near enough a new medley ready to go anyway. So when we get back here after break, we're we're ready to go. See, you're very preemptive. The next question, then I was going to ask so you the new material. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's that's in the pipeline. No new. New medleys in the pipeline, so if they're going on with that sort of, uh, you're already reaching forward then. Yes, yeah, that's what we're doing. So tell us about the Singler. Not yeah. a bad season at the Singler. 
in terms of jump court performance, that's been the best season we've had. Yeah, it's ever, been Since I've yeah. joined the band. No, three B band, they've been they were runner up at every contest right up to the world, so runner up mm. in the champion champions home here and even our four B band, the drum corps they were like, they finished joint third. Oh, Just see, behind right, yeah. and Godot, like that's the highest they like Brilliant. The last time they were in well they were in the champion champions last year, but only got two points because there was only five bands in the grade. Yeah, that's the only reason they got any points. So <laughs> going from not even hardly even getting looking, going to third in the champion champions. So it's well, it's going the right direction. Then. It definitely is. Yeah, no, yeah. No, members in and out. The worst or turnover players is serious this past couple of years. So. Oh really? Aye. But uh, though we seem to got a good squad together this year. So. That's it. so still doing the heavy teaching things. There's one thing is uh, Singler's kind of known for now is the development of youth. Yeah, that's still continuing. Yeah, it's still continuing. Probably not as much as we want. So we're going to be looking for players and learners over this next couple of months. Mm. Like if only maybe two or three learners on both ends, ready to come in. Right. But uh, yeah. probably do a few more just to keep the thing ticking along. Totally. Excellent. So then, looking forward then to 2018 for. Oh really? As I say, I think maybe they've already done. Piper's need to pick the new medley. Some of the new scores have been noted already. So it's already done. So there you go. We're starting to learn some of the stuff anyway, and we'll see how we go over the next couple of months. See how far we get with it. So excellent. Well, busy, busy. Busy, busy is right. So that's I think the piping season never really stops because we say we're and like in, in the off season and everyone gets to relax. It's the total opposite. <laughs> <laughs> this is when the work's done. Yeah. You know. So, guys, thanks so much for chatting to me on the show. And best of luck for 2018. Thank Thank you. you. Still backstage, the pipes and drums are just about to go on. So I kind of timed this badly, but I'm standing with Gordon Carson, pipe major of the manor. What about you? Well, Ralph, how are you tonight? (laughs) Not so bad, if anything. How's your tattoo been? It's been very good, Ralph. I've really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward now to the last night of it. Just And then you get to put the heels up for it? Yeah. Yeah, A few weeks off then, Ralph. You know the crack. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. Relax. So, tell us about Manor I think the welcome you guys got in Bangor this year was incredible oh I bandwise ah it was good you know it's just mm. ah, yeah, it was good good to be back out again I think a lot of people are very happy to see ah, you back on the grass ah, yeah and ah, a good season too I had a good solid season ah, to be back out you, you never know what you're going to get coming through the winter and, and uh, we did we did okay yeah. we had a few good results here and there so I'm ah, very happy so, with that in mind, the band's now in recruitment mode. Aye, just the usual, Rob. Just like every other get, band, really? Like every other band in the country, yeah. trying to get a few extra players and to, to boost the numbers. Just the usual story. So, even now, we're talking, what, we're in September now? Uh-huh. Have you got any new sets lined up for us? Aye, we're just in the process of sorting out maybe bits Season of new, together new medley and so on, and maybe a few bits of street music and... Just trying to fix the things that were wrong last year. There we go. So Ever pushing forward, I suppose. Well, yeah. generally the band has always improved every year a wee bit, you know. So yeah, we we hope to do that this year again. No guarantees. So. Well, it's bound to have been a sweet season. There's been quite a few major championships coming your direction that were kind of cool. Aye, <laughs> definitely. I suppose the first one was the, the drummers one on the British, which was, uh, yeah. which was unbelievable. You Fantastic. Know. And that, I suppose, uh, set them up for the rest of the season. And then ourselves, I suppose, uh, they won the All-Ireland again, which was which was exceptional. Oh, that's sweet, yeah. yeah. Uh, for a small band like us, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, hopefully more of this to come then for 2018 well aye look you can just as we do every year you, you know we just uh, try and work hard and whatever comes your way you take it and, and if it doesn't come your way you, you just a better band has beat you and that's, that's all you can do it. 
Well, that's it. Well, best of luck for 2018. Thanks, Ray. We'll be shouting sure. out for the manor. That's good. Ah, the manor. That's good. <laughs> Thanks a million. Thanks. So that's it. Everyone gets kicked out onto the street. <laughs> the Belfast tattoo is wrapped up for another year. And cars are queuing. The crowds are just like trying to squeeze its way out of Belfast. So that's it for our our coverage of the Belfast tattoo. I think it's been, suffice to say, a very successful event. Large, crazy crowds every night. And if anything, they were kind of in a party atmosphere is what I would sum up this tattoo. It was kind of... Uh, yeah, the best thing to describe it was that it was a party, one big giant party. Uh, so the pipes and drums this year took a bit of a lesser role than normal. Let's be fair to be said. Uh, yeah, they opened up the second half. They played a good 15-minute set, and then of course they wrapped things up, playing the black bear, and got the crowd cheering, and it was awesome. But. You know, that's what a tattoo is. The tattoo is the pipes and drums plus a mixture of everything else. And if you'd seen the lineup for this year's Belfast tattoo, it was just incredible. Like from a completely international audience, you're going to want to get your hands on the DVD of this. Because believe it or not, yours truly, myself, was involved in the making of the DVD. They had me running about backstage, interviewing everyone uh, from they're about to go on stage to the very point where they were coming off stage. Plus all the backstage gossip and stuff. It's yeah, The DVD is going to be a lot of fun. So for those of you who are fans of The Big Rab Show and The Big Rab Show podcast, hey, we feature on the Belfast Tattoo DVD. <laughs> So, yeah, I'll keep you posted on when the DVD will be released because, trust me, it's going to be one that you're going to want to catch. But I hope you guys manage to enjoy the stuff that happened behind the scenes, the backstage stuff. I was thinking that I could take recordings and stuff that will happen on the floor, but you can get that from the BBC whenever it gets broadcast live. So, it is what it is. Right, guys, it's been a different podcast this week, suffice to say. So I have to say again, many thanks to our patrons, Jeremy Downs, Brandon Moreno, and of course the House of Piping, and Lone Star Piping. So you guys rock, you guys, yeah, if it wasn't for you guys supporting what we do, then chances are we couldn't have done half of the coverage that we've done here at the Belfast Tattoo. So thank you to our patrons for, yeah, helping support what we do. Right guys, that was a podcast with a difference, I really hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you all again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.